days are filled with adventure, and Go Go Squeeze is there for every run, jump, step of the way. Made from wholesome ingredients like 100% fruit and veggies, real yogurt, and no artificial anything. In Go Anywhere pouches, so our kids can keep going wherever their adventures take them. Go Go Squeeze. You make the memories, we'll make the snacks. Find us in the applesauce aisle. Let's go! Hey guys, we had such a blast doing this show that we left all of the bloopers in. It's in a different format than I usually do for spirit-centered business, but you will absolutely love it. Enjoy. Bring up something too about you know my past as a wilderness guide. And as a wilderness stuff. guide, why are you laughing? Are we on? We're not. On. You're not. You we are. Oh, we are. Woo! Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not your past. You still are. That's true. I, 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 I am. A, well, so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're the boss. So. All right. Behave yourself Good now. to be with you. Good to be with me. Okay, Glad listen. to be here. I'm, I'm very excited to, to be with somebody as wild and crazy as you. Awesome sauce. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, guys. We're excited that you're here, too. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Spirit Center Business. This is my is my spiritual brother. I'm your guru. My brother. I'm your... <laughs> he was, he, this is Doug Talks. And... That's a complete sentence, by the that's way. That's a... It's a complete Doug sentence. Talks. And I have a, a cousin who's more famous than me. His name's Ted. Welcome to the Spirit-Centered Business Podcast, where we blend the spiritual with the practical for supernatural results. Now, here's your host, Berlin Newby. You said you wanted to have a little fun. At the beginning, I do, so. I do. Okay. However, I do have, I have, a, I have a couple announcements to make. So okay. Before we get into, okay, go for too it. Much. Okay. I can't wait. All right, you guys. Thank you. Where? I'm using a different camera to obviously a different setup and where I'm like, okay, where are you? I think you're right there. Okay, mm. there you are. So, hey guys, I am so excited that the Academy is finally open. Ah, it's been a while, but it's finally open. And I'm also excited. You guys may have heard me mention, but my cruise is ready oh. to launch. Ah! Yeah, did you is know that? Is there a name for the cruise? I remember you you've been talking about a cruise for like, this is a great example of somebody who is making it happen. But you've I, been talking about that finally, for a while. And I sometimes know. it takes a while. Well, God gave me the, the idea for it in, it was either 16 or 17. 16. Yeah, 16. I, you've, you've shared 16, that with me. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's SCB, Spirit Center Business, SCB at Sea, Inside Out. Because we got to deal with our inside stuff in order for yeah, it to come out well in our that. business. Yeah. And so there's a lot of openings now, and the prices are low because of the coronavirus. Oh! <laughs> you stop? Oh, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. All right, Bay. We're just gonna so, roll when, with when it. When is this? When this is, is September 12th. Oh, you're good. You'll be good by then. We'll be. We'll all be flying high then. <laughs> September twelfth through the nineteenth. It's in. It's coming. Fly, flying, flying, flying. I'm flying into Miami. It's okay. launching out of Miami, and okay. it's going to be the Caribbean. And we're going to go to. Um, I don't. I don't remember if this is the order, but we're going to go to San Juan, Puerto Rico, St. Kitts, Grand Turks, and someplace else. And anyway, look for that. And it's 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 really going to be a life changing. Um, Cruise. It's really a retreat. Yeah. We're gonna get work done. We're gonna get Good. work done on our business and get some inner healing work done. Awesome. So I think that's enough announcements. Let's officially right. begin. It. Okay. So Mr. Doug Talks is a wilderness adventure guy. <laughs> yeah. That's where I learned a lot of what I'm gonna talk about. So. I know. Yeah. He's also. Yeah. You're not a pastor anymore, are you? I am a uh, I am a pastor. Not uh, I don't pastor in the Pastor-ish. traditional. I don't pastor in the traditional context. But the organization I run is uh, I do a lot of pastoring, and it's I love doing it because I don't have all the church rules to deal with. <gasps> no rules. Yeah, church rules. I'm not saying there aren't rules, but anyway. Uh, yeah. Okay, so it's the Life Bridge is is where he is uh, counseling and and helping people. The Life Bridge and also heart to heart marriages. Heart to heart marriages. The best yes. way to find me is to Google my name though, because Doug talks T A W L K S, and I'm going to have all of that information in the show notes. Yeah. So, 
Uh, Doug is also my was my co-host on Risky Faith TV. We had a lot of fun with that. We did, didn't we? In yes. fact, you know what I should People do? People are still joining Risky Faith TV. <laughs> did you know that? That's awesome. They're still liking it. It hasn't been a show in like two years. But, I know, right? Or a year and a half. But anyway, yeah. you know what? What I should do for the for the promo for the cover? Of, remember that that confused look that yes. the guy had? Yes. Let's do that. I'll do that for the promo no. for this show. <laughs> for like, this show. Yeah. And that yeah. was a great look. That was a great, was a great look. look. And we had a really good trailer, too. I mean, okay, I'll put the bumper after the bumper of okay. this. I'll put it at the end because it was a really great, fun oh, that's little. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that was you Risky have one, Faith TV. <laughs> Can't wait to go on your cruise. Yeah. And do some inner healing work. Yes, exactly. Okay, well, let's talk about risk, though, because. You are the person I, oh, by the way, Doug is also, we went out shooting together. Oh, that's right. Not too long, very recently we went out uh, yeah. shooting. Uh, yeah, because uh, he needed to get small his. Small arms train. Small, he, yeah, yeah. He needed to get his um, concealed carry permit and I'm one of the coaches on the range and I needed to brush up on my shooting. And so we you went out post and that had a good time. I know. Of you shooting. Um, yeah. But anyway, so the squirt no shooting the animals. <laughs> shooting the animals. Yeah, no, I didn't shoot. I shot a barrel at what seventy-five yards. You did really good on that. The, was, on that, that was very impressive. I shocked myself. You actually I did was, good. So. You were better at it he, than me. That's uh, why you, you were, were helping no, me. You were good. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, so that was fun. But what was I talking about? Oh, risk. The commitment move. That's oh, the commitment what I want to talk. Oh, okay. Because I okay. always think no, that's about a great, you. That's a great. Um, opener yeah I always think about you when I'm I'm thinking about business especially like this cruise for crying out loud this is a big deal yeah and I had to make a commitment oh, yeah. move probably made several yeah and every every day there's another decision that's going to be you know um, a, a impact people's lives or you know my finances <laughs> you know it's like oh, I yeah. put money down yeah. on this thing right yeah. so you were just the best person that I could think about to um, talk about taking risks but you know what I'm gonna need my pad back because I want to take are. show notes do you want to take those oh I don't need that <clears throat> that's just commitment moves that me. does say commitment moves. I don't need that. Either. but in order for me to make great show notes for the peeps I got to take notes. Okay. okay go for it all right so I'll just drink my coffee while you take notes you are not drinking coffee we're drinking water and we have to cover up you the have to name. be hydrated Exactly. When you're on this show. We, that's right. We, have, we do have to cover up the name. Cover up the name of the... Ooh, I didn't yep. cover it up right there. <laughs> so show it again. Well, I was just trying to see if it was covered up. You're going to have to do this little blurry thing right there, right? Where right. you blur it out. All right. Talk about risk before these people. You want me to talk about what commitment moves are? I want I mean, to talk... You, you, yeah, of, you yeah. threw that out there. I do. I, because it's so important It's a good way to kind of set the foundation. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to sit back and let the you The definition... Talk. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> the definition of... Uh, well, let me give the definition first, and then I'll give kind of where it comes from. The yeah. definition of a commitment move is uh, you you end up in a situation. It could be uh, any situation in your life related that requires risk. It could be in business, in a relationship, um, anything that just learning how uh, to communicate your feelings more. But uh, uh, Anything that requires risk, uh, a commitment move is when you actually make the move in the direction of risking. And you're usually afraid. There's usually some kind of anxiety driving it. So yeah. the, it's called a commitment move because you're making a move. You're making a move in the direction of taking a risk and there's no guarantee. That's why it's called a commitment move. There's no guarantee that it's going to work. And that evolved out of rock climbing because they used to be a, a, do a lot of rock climbing instructing. And we used the wilderness and we used rock climbing and rappelling to teach people how to overcome their fears. And there's a point on the rock where you, especially when you first start, you, you, you first start climbing, you don't realize how many handholds and footholds actually work. So your mind and brain is, you're afraid and you're telling yourself, there's no way that handhold, that foothold is gonna hold me up. And when you make the move and you trust that handhold, you trust that foothold, that's a commitment move. You might fall and the rope would catch you or you might, you might it might work. And uh, the, the wonderful thing about making that commitment move in, the, in a spiritual context is that you always have a rope if you're 
rock climbing, which is a smart thing to do. Let's keep having Those people yet. don't live very long that don't use ropes. Uh, and so it, it, once you make that commitment move, you, discuss, you learn all kinds of things. When you push through that fear, I call it the wall of fear. Mm. When you push through that wall of fear and make that move, and imagine you're pulling yourself up on that rock, and once you push through that wall of fear, you're actually conquering that fear. And then you, you learn that the rope will actually catch you if you fall. You also, sometimes you learn that the foothold or the handhold actually works and you move up a little bit farther. Both right. those are valuable to know. So learning yeah. something by failing and learning something by succeeding, they're both valuable to know because you're gonna learn something. Yeah. And it's important to know that whatever you put in place as safety factors can, can protect you. That's really good. How, can, how do we relate that to business? You know, there's so many things where <clears throat> we don't know if something's going to work or not. But if we never try it, yeah, we're going to stay in the position yeah. of not knowing if it works or not. I think, here's how I'm going to answer that question first. I think okay. you have to be, I think the more experience you have at being a risk taker in every area of your life, not just in your business, but in every area of your life. So the question becomes, are you committed to being a risk taker? Do you understand the value of taking risks? Mm. There's a thing in insurance they call it being, or risk averse. If you're risk averse, that means you're, you're a safety seeker, you're trying to be careful all the time, and your main concern is how do I not fail? It's like in trading. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. investments. Yeah. Yeah, good. So uh, if you're, the more you risk, the better you can understand the, the instinctive part of when do I risk in different ventures in the context of uh, your business and your business relationships. There's, so if you take any area where you are feeling anxious and fearful about, it could be just dealing with a, a worker that's very difficult. Or yeah. it could be making a decision about do I invest here, do I, in this part of the business, whatever the area is. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna use rock climbing as an example. Whatever the mm -hmm. area is, you gotta know what your anchors are. So they use rock climbing, uh, anchors in rock climbing. Mm -hmm. And you set an anchor in a place and it's, you wanna make sure the anchor's gonna hold. Just like in, in sailing or with a boat, we use anchors in every area of life. So you mm -hmm. gotta have your anchors identified when you're risking anyway, because you don't, we don't just risk willy-nilly. Right. We need to have those things identified. And in business, sometimes those anchors are, an example of an anchor would be, before I make this, take this risk, I'm gonna talk to three of the wisest people I know about it. That's right. an anchor. Right. Because we always, uh, uh, part of what gives us success and wisdom is the counselors we keep. Absolutely. You know, and market, I, I mean, I, and I, yeah. Market research. And, yeah. So what yeah. are my anchors? You know, one, one of my anchors is a huge one is just my physical health. Yes. And so knowing if I am struggling in an area of my physical health, uh, knowing what it's going to take. First of all, in order to improve in that area, you have to know something about that area. So I tell people that all the time. If you have a problem, you need to know something about the problem. Mm -hmm. And I always ask people this, have you studied your problem? If it's depression, anxiety, we have an epidemic of fear and anxiety. And we have high, crazy levels of anxiety in people in our country, starting at kid, children all the way through adults. Yeah. And I ask people all the time, what do you know about anxiety? And most people say, I don't know anything about it. You haven't even read an article on it? No, you have to know something this is an anchor point. You have to know something about what's wrong with you to overcome it. Yeah, <clears throat> and you know that that's part of my story too. Yeah, is that have a, a lot of, yeah. of fear and, and stuff going going on, and even physical stuff that stopped me from doing my business for a while. Yes. There. Yeah. Yes. And we don't understand how much we live under it, and like all of the stories and everything we've made up and protected ourselves from. Yes feeling you know and all of that stuff yeah. so yeah, yeah. Uh, you, uh, uh, so we're talking about anchors <laughs> another one that's really important is environment yeah so anchor, or the, the, uh, our environment has a huge <clears throat> impact on our, our neurological health which has a huge impact on our physical health and one of the ways you heal your brain 
is by the environment you live in. And that env the environment you live in has to do with relationships you have. It has to do with um, how much you get outside and enjoy you know the outside mm -hmm. and how much water you drink it, it, it has to do with a lot yeah but the the core of the uh, environmental the core the, the 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 real anchor point of environment is the relationships you keep mm, that's so good so the I use the target when I'm talking about relationships the center of the target is called the bullseye most people have maybe four to six at the most I'll say three to six I'm talking about outside of outside of uh, close family and friends. Some people don't even so that target represents the people you trust the most. Mm -hmm. So like, I, I don't want to keep going back to rock climbing, but when you first climb yeah, a rock do. and you've never climbed a rock before, it's a vertical granite slab. It's not like going to the gym. And you first climb that, you don't know who you can trust. You got an instructor there. You might that might be me. You might barely know me. They're telling you the thing. They're giving you information about how to get that rock. That's why relationships are important. Who in your life is feeding you information? And is it, is it bringing courage to you to take risks to, to, uh, and to take wise risks too? Is it, is it feeding you and encouraging in, in you in that way? Because messages are sent indirectly. The most powerful messages that we experience are sent indirectly. It's one thing if I say to you, Berlin, are you crazy? You're going on a cruise? Well, what if I just start, got all anxious about it the first time you told me and I started going, well, what about the coronavirus? <laughs> I'm keep bringing that up, but what about uh, uh, the weather? And have you, have you checked the weather forecast for September? And I, because we have people like that in our lives. Yeah. I'm sending you a message that about something that could happen, right. but I'm sending you a message about that that is saying to you, you better be very careful out there because you don't want to fail and mess up. Yeah. Which is, you can't be a risk taker and think like that. You can be careful, but failing and having it fall apart isn't the primary uh, factor or driving, because that's rooted in fear. And fear will always lie to you and tell you, you can't handle failure. So that's one of the lies of fear. You can't handle failure. This is so important what I'm talking about right now because people. It's huge. So I heard like failure is fatal. Fa yeah, it, failure it's, is. It's, it's yes. such a lie, but and, we believe it. Right? And the thing about failure that that why it's so nasty the fear of failure. Failure is not nasty. Right. No. It's the fear of failure. Right. Right. Why it's so tricky is because most people, and I when I say most people, I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, I have been. I heard Dr. Daniel Amen. I don't know if you know, he's a yes. famous neuro... Yeah. He, said, he said this on the radio today. He said, for 30 years, every day of my life, I've been looking at the brain and, and doing things with the brain and studying it and that type of thing. And it hit me because I have often said, I have counseled and prayed with thousands of people. I've often said that. And mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not saying it because I want people to be impressed with me. I'm saying it because I want people to listen to me. I have been looking at pe the way people think. Mm -hmm and imagine and what goes on in there because I get into people's heads and so I know things and understand things about how people's brains not just not just their brains the physical part but how we think in certain patterns and we go in certain directions you want an example of that I do for I example do. <laughs> okay so I, I heard him say that and I thought that's, I've been doing that with risk with the way people think for 30 years not every day, but probably three days a week at least. <laughs> but you know, when you're not climbing thousands up. of people. Right. So uh, an example of that would be, and this is just something that I kind of came up with to help people understand this, but we go through a process in our minds where we hit a Y in the road over and over again. It's, and one, one thing that will help you remember, remind, remember this is Robert Service's, Robert Frost's poem which he talks about, I came to a, a fork in the road and mm -hmm. one was well-traveled and one wasn't. We come to forks over and over again every day. And I'm gonna talk about this in the training, by the way, and oh, get more specific academy. in oh, the perfect. academy. Perfect. I'm gonna talk about it more in the, in the academy. So we come to a fork, so I'm gonna put my fingers up. There's a, a bad example of a fork. It's a fork in the road. One direction will take us in the direction that where we are being influenced by fear and trying to be careful 
and trying to be cautious because we believe some uh, uh, we have an, uh, we believe in something that's not true and that's that we can actually protect ourselves and we mm -hmm. can be more secure by playing it safe okay so we come to that fork in the road so an example would be I'm thinking about going to uh, graduate school like when I went to graduate school to get my master's degree uh, my natural tendency is to go down I always think of the left I go to the left it's the more safe and I start thinking things like okay well uh, how am I gonna afford this mm -hmm. I start thinking of all those are all important questions well yeah they are but but it's down the left and I start thinking <laughs> of, and if I if I sit there at that fork in the road for very long uh, and I and I'm looking to the left and I'm listening to all these fear-driven thoughts that's why you need to know who's been who's been speaking into your life about fear or, or risk yeah and, you'll hear their voice yeah. And once you start heading down that path, it becomes more familiar to you. So the next time you come to the fork, of road, fork in the road, you just turn left and you go. It becomes, so that's what I want to challenge you and I want to get into more in the academy is which way do you tend to go? Okay, so to the right is the road less traveled. To the right is less control, less ability to define things. And, and that is very scary to people that are risk averse. Yeah. It's very, it's intimidating to somebody who is committed so here's one of my core values to living a life of adventure it's appealing to go down that road that's less traveled mm. so that's the thing that i would like people to get to in their lives where when they come to that fork that why in the road that it would stir up excitement and energy in them when they look to the road less traveled and and instead of thinking about all those uh, uh, things and talking themselves out of it, they look down there and they see the obstacles and they go, "That's probably where I should go." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, here's here's a little um, here's a little cool thing that I just thought of recently because this 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 concept was taught to me many years ago about we either we're either going to vote no and take the safe route or we're going to vote yes and take the adventurous route. And I realized this recently, because I was speaking on this recently, that that fork in the road is a why, and it stands for yes. Yes <laughs> to the adventure, yes to the risk. And yes. it helps you remember that. It does, it, it does. And you know, a lot of people say, um, say yes and figure it out later. And so, especially if you're living by faith or, yeah. you know, yeah. God calls you to do something and you're, you're boot shaking yeah. in your boots about it, yeah. but you yeah. have to say yes, yes and be obedient. There are know? so many times when, and if entrepreneurs, people who are growing, their, even their organizations, uh, they're taking risks. Absolutely. And some people, they're taking some, a lot of them are taking risks, they don't even know they're taking them. They're just, they've gotten so used to it that they get up in the day and they, they make decisions and they do things because we want to get to the place where taking risks is more exciting than it is scary. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're, not, we're not saying you should throw out planning. We're not saying you should throw out uh, organized organization. But if you, if, if you want a spirit-centered organization, you have to factor God into it. And the Bible says to, that he wants to lead us and guide us into all things. Mm -hmm. So if you're uh, coming from a, 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 somebody whose core value is to live a life of meaningful adventures, mm -hmm. uh, the sub-core principle of that is make plans and pray that God interrupts them. Hmm. That's going to be a quotable make plans and, and pray, pray that, that God, God interrupts them. them. That's really which good. Is exact, which is how I think. Because wow. when, God, uh, uh, when God interrupts, and learn how to recognize when he's interrupting those plans. Because I believe this with all my heart. When we make plans, and, and I know people that are, man, they plan to the detail. And then they cannot get off that plan. They cannot change from that plan. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that. Because that's the third part of my yeah. book planning to profit yes it's like get out of planning yes planning yes. planning planning yeah. planning yes. thinking about over planning and over planning, planning and planning, over uh, and saturation profit, yeah. right yeah. yeah good good yeah awesome another another thing that i was thinking about when you were saying that is inviting yourself because i know oh that you, yes yeah yes. go down that road okay i'm glad you brought that up <laughs> I, I feel good when I think about that. <laughs> so one of the things that when you're when you're an adventure seeker, as opposed to being a safety seeker, uh, adventure seekers, everything doesn't have to make sense to them. 
uh, they, they follow their hearts, you know, and there's things in your heart that you will get nudges in your heart and their gut, primal nudges in your heart. And I, I learned that years ago and I oftentimes would, and she used the phrase, I would just, instead of waiting to be invited, I would just invite myself. I mean, I've been to weddings where I wasn't invited because I thought, why didn't they invite me? I, I know they want me there because when I'm there, it's going to be more fun. And they just forgot. Maybe it didn't get to my, to my mailbox as I was traveling around the country, whatever. And I just think, I'm going to go. And nobody's Who ever... Who does that? And I bring a gift. Nobody's ever sent me away, right? So. <laughs> well, it is more fun when you're there. Come on. <laughs> so, so I'm going to have fun. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, this, this thing about inviting yourself, uh, it really hit me one time because there was a family that I was getting, we, uh, we were getting to know, and, uh, and we would just call them up and say, we're, we're going to come over. You know, we don't do that as much now because the culture's changed a little bit, but, but we would call them up and say, hey, we're, we're, we're out front. Are you, can we come in? We would just show up. We would invite ourselves. And, uh, Who's we? First of all. Well, I was the one driving it, but my wife would come with me sometimes. Because <laughs> yeah. it was a couple. It was a couple. They became our best friends. Okay. okay. So uh, she told me years later, she said, I don't know why you kept showing up on my front porch. She said that to me. And she said, but we were going through hell. Oh. We were, our lives were falling apart. And if it hadn't been for you showing up over and over and over again, uh, I don't know what would have happened to us. Wow. Wow. So this idea, maybe this could be another whole show, but this idea of, it's, it's a risky thing to do to invite yourself. And you get really good at it after a while, you know? I mean, you, get, you find ways to kind of get in there, you know? <laughs> I don't know how to say it. You just may, maybe drop hints or whatever, but... We're so opposite. What's driving us, what's driving us to, to do it is something in our gut. It's something in our heart that's saying, we have to go connect with this these people with this situation. I think even in business, there are times we could be missing critical decisions because yeah. we do a lot of things intuitively. So if yeah. you over plan, you squeeze intuition out of it. Yeah, an opportunity. Yeah. Right. Well, especially opportunity that could be driven by intuition. Mm -hmm. That that voice, something that voice, and into it. When I say intuition, I'm talking about sort of a combination of the way God made me combined with how the spirit leads me mm -hmm. because um, I said this I remember the first time I said this I was teaching at uh, uh, William Jessup University and I said God will always speak to us through our, our learning style what's called our, our multiple intelligences that's and, that's really good and I'm, I kind of blurted it out like before I even thought about it and but everybody went ooh and so I, know, I thought say oh, it must again. be good I'm like, I have God to. <laughs> will always speak to us through our learning styles yeah so one way to think about that is God speaks to us through how he designed us because our learning style is part of our design sure and so he designs each one of us like a masterpiece and he speaks through us because he appeals to that part of us that he made that he knows is going to care about what he's trying to do. That's us a into. good point. Yeah. yeah. It's not always about something coming from out here. Sometimes it, well, I think a lot of times it comes from in here. Right. And so it's very important to know. Now that brings up another issue. Know how you're designed. Yes. Yes. It's very I important to know how you're designed and to completely celebrate it. You know, if you're good at writing, if you're good at speaking, if you're good at, it doesn't matter, if you're good at building houses, it's important to celebrate that. And one of the ways we celebrate that, our design, which is our identity, is to say, I am good at building houses, to put that word I am in front of it. That's good. That is really good. I am the message architect. That's right. And you're good at it. <laughs> and I am You're good amazing at it. at it. So everybody's amazing at some things yeah but uh most of us spend too much time doing the things we're less than we're not even good at it oh, and it chews up yes. our time it I've sucks done, our yeah. time out guilty totally guilty. yeah so part of it is uh finding something that happened in my life uh in the last couple of years was i made a decision that i was going to stop just spending a lot of time doing things that i'm not good at and we have to get things done. There's always anything that we're involved in. 
it's going to require getting things done that we're not good at. Right. So I had I made a decision. I'm gonna and this was a risky thing for me. I'm going instead of letting fear drive me and go spend all this time. Are you are you hearing me? I'm hearing. Are you, you. picking up what I'm, I'm throwing down? I am picking up what so, you're throwing down. So I had something happen today. It's a great. This is very fresh. I'm gonna give a today example. So there are things that always will sit there in your organization that you are dying to get done and fear will get you working on them when you are, you just, you're terrible at it. It's why some, some things fail because we're spending 80% of our time on the stuff we, we are lousy at and then by the, the end product is, is not very good. Okay, here's my call. Okay, wait, let me finish. Let me give, let me, let me, okay, 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 well, okay. you want to do your... Let no. me give you this example. Okay, go ahead. So there's there's this thing that there's sev there's several things in an organization that I want to see happen. I mean, every for every reason they should happen. Right. And I decided uh, in the in the last couple of years I'm going to stop forcing things and trying to make them happen. I'm going to put my time and energy into the things that are happening, and then uh, I'm going to pray and ask God to bring the right people. And I think that's very important to actually ask Him because I'm. Uh, Believe it or not, I'm terrible at that. I'm terrible at asking God for things. I'm just terrible. Really? At it. Yes. Oh. But I, so I've, you I've, just don't I've invite, been getting better at invite that. Invite yourself into the, his store room I don't and know say, why. I'm going to need oh, this. Yes, yes. And so I anyway, I am getting better at this. <laughs> and so uh, I, I, and I'm, I'm not making this up. Last night at 2 o'clock, I woke up. I was having a hard time sleeping. And I started thinking a little bit about some things that I want to happen. We don't, hey, by the way, we don't feel good when things aren't getting done. Do oh we? my gosh. We just it's not a good feeling. It hurts. And that's that hurts. that bad feeling drives us to do things a lot of times. Yeah. But it was last night and I prayed and I I said, God, I need somebody, the right person to do this. And I started praying this way two years ago and we have probably three or four times more volunteers in our organization than we did a couple of years ago. It was a real God moment for me where he he, 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 he woke me up again early in the morning. He said, stop focusing on all the things that aren't working and aren't progressing and start thanking me for all. Now, this was, this was for me. Start thanking me for all the things that are working. Mm -hmm. And I was asking him at that moment mm -hmm. for, for help in this area. Yeah. And his answer was not giving me wisdom on how to fix it. He didn't tell me how to fix the problem about going and working on the problem he, he told me to fix myself yeah and be thankful mm. and and it was from that time two years ago that our our because uh, what i was wanting was more people and the right people and we have grown yeah. dramatically yeah so last night i prayed a similar prayer but it was different because i was just asking the lord and somebody called me uh, somebody texted me that i trained and mentored 10 years ago this morning texted me it was at a coffee shop here in town. I went and met with her, and I we both knew it was a divine appointment. And there are some things in our organization that I believe she's going to wow. magically put her hand to. Not magically, because she's gifted that way. And I believe mm -hmm. she's gonna. There's gonna be new fruit in that area. Well, of what I was gonna say earlier is I have been praying for the right tech team and a right the right assistant to come along because I've. I've gone through, yeah. you know, people yeah. that just weren't quite right, and I'm yes. like, I, and at the moment, you know, you think, oh my gosh, this is going to be so perfect, and then yeah. it doesn't work. So, yeah. um, still waiting for that, and I have been praying, yeah. you know, yeah. Anyway, throwing it out there. And uh, I, I, <laughs> I want to just say this real quick about what you said there. It's very important for us to realize because we may hate tech, and this is about design and and honoring the design and how God's yeah. made other people. Yeah. There's other people that love it. It's hard for right. us to, to, to believe that. But if well, we don't believe that God has made some people that way, we will not get them in our organization and we will, we will miss, miss because them. Because I, I feel bad giving someone a task that I wouldn't want to do. But really, they want to do it. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten over that, but I'm I'm fearful to take another risk and have another bad experience. Yes, and that's where I've been because yes. I spent a lot of money yes. and had to redo stuff. Yes, and I, I'm that's why I'm just like it's almost like gas breaks. I know I need somebody to help me, and I know yeah. this has to get done, and it's. It's, it wakes me up in the middle of the night that it's not done and it's you know hanging yeah. over my head yeah. that it's not done, but I can't yeah. just, you know. There's not, 
you know, a black and white paint by numbers <laughs> way of making all this happen. Yeah. Uh, but uh, especially when money's involved, uh, it's always riskier, it's always scarier. But mm -hmm. uh, there is something in the thinking pattern of, oh, I can't afford to have another failure. I've had people say that to me. Oh, well, that's a good way to put it, yeah. Now, you didn't say it exactly that way, but that's what I was hearing. But that's, yeah, yeah exactly. And I, I would say this to people, you can't afford not to fail again. That's good. And uh, That'll be a quotable, another one. <laughs> you can't afford not yeah. to fail again. And a lot of business people, um, because they risk far enough, and there's a lot of very successful business people that have lost millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. I have a friend that way. He goes, I'm really good at making money. I just, I'm not good at keeping it. And he, he loses it. He just goes out and makes it again. Yeah. So that's something he figured this, out about himself because he was out there risking. He may not have ever figured that out. That's funny. He could have just stopped right there and said, I'm going to go work for UPS. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing, too. Entrepreneurs, oh, my gosh. It, it's a huge battle to get up and, and keep taking those risks over and over instead of just, oh, i got to go get a job. You know, I get a 9 to 5, a regular paycheck. I want to have that money. You know, it's like, oh. But you have to keep yeah. believing that dream that's inside of you. And you have to keep just believing that something's going to give, something's going to happen, the breakthrough's coming, just take yeah. another risk, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, you know, there are, <laughs> there are some people that I think even for a season they're supposed to do that 9 to 5, and maybe their whole lives, but for a season they are because we all, God takes all of us through something yeah. to bring us to the point where we get to the realization of what it is you know what what's right for us well I know that I learned a lot of skills while I was in corporate obviously I mean I yeah. managed oh, yeah. multi-million dollar construction projects yes. for some of the largest companies in the US yes. I'm really good with working with big numbers yeah <laughs> so <laughs> that's why my clients can come to me and I can handle their, yeah. <laughs> their big numbers well stuff. <laughs> I no, so now so but that is a really good uh, powerful example of knowing uh, something about a strength mm. there are people who could be in your situation because I had a similar thing where I was uh, I had a similar realization as I'm and this was several years ago but I realized I was really good at helping people reach their potential mm. okay really good at that and I realized I wasn't that good at helping me reach my potential oh I know Don't, it's hard for yourself isn't it Yes, but it's similar to what you're saying. You, you're really good at managing other or people or organizations with a lot of money, yeah. but you may not, I'm not saying you're not with yourself, but I'm saying the question that comes out of that sometimes is, well, I want money too to manage. I know, right? Okay, but that's sort of like, my thing was, well, I want to reach my potential. Yeah. And I was sort of like, and I wasn't really talking to God, but he talked to me through that. Yeah. In that moment, he said, you reach your potential every time you help somebody reach their potential. Yes. And, and that, that was a huge, that's that was really huge good. for me. Yeah. You reach your potential every time you help somebody reach their potential. Yeah. That's really good. And it's the same thing with, uh, for, for, I would apply it to you or any area of business, is if we are reaching our potential in the work we're doing, there's going to be monetary gain from it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to, um, I'm going to be working with another coach and I haven't worked with a coach now for several years. I spent tens of thousands of dollars when I retrained and hired coaches and, and went through programs and all of that when I came out of corporate just to start my job and to start, you know, getting into this new industry that I really didn't know about, but it took the same skills that I had, you know, team building and project management and, you know, budgeting and yeah. scheduling and putting all of the pieces of puzzles together. It's the same thing, just a different industry, right? So I'm excited right now. Yeah, that's, that's exciting to hear that. What? No, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that excitement. I know. What do you mean, what? What? I'm excited to, to be jumping back into being coming under a brilliant coach again so that I can really get stretched take risks yeah, 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 yeah. but it's going to up level me and up level yes. my business and, yes. and I'm excited to do it it's a it's a frightening thing and I went through a little bit of a trauma making the decision because it's, it's like I knew it had to be uh, made risk trauma it's risk it trauma I don't know well I went you know what here what happened actually I went through grieving 
yeah. a grieving process. That's good. Yeah, because it's like I can't I can't stay where in my comfort zone and in the status quo. I've got to let that go, and so I'm grieving that. My my cushy pillow and my my safety blanket, you know. <laughs> That's interesting. So you're grieving the loss of that. Is that what you're saying? Well, the, the yeah, because right? yeah, because now I've got to get and I've got to get up level, and I've got to let go of some things and, and toughen my skin, and you know, it's it's time for Berlin. So uh, can so. I ask you a question? Uh oh. In front of God and everybody? What do you grieve? What do you think you would grieve more? Giving up that cushy, I call it that the in between spot. You can yeah. call it whatever you want. Or uh, w would you grieve more missing the adventure oh, by yeah. staying there? That's it, really important for people to think about. That. Well, it, it, it's I understand what you're going. Yeah. It's slightly different for me. For me, okay. it's mi not the not necessarily the adventure. Yes, I would miss the adventure, but bigger than that is missing the impact that I can have. Well, that like is if the adventure. I'm if I'm staying small, I'm yeah. not able to yeah. help people, and then. Yeah. You know, if I can't transform their lives, they can't transform the lives that they're called to yeah. transform. Um, the way, th yeah, I, I, I don't think we're saying anything different. No, it's just, it's, uh, I just a good when word. I hear cushy, you know, that uh, that's what I, I've been in that in-between place. Yeah. And in the beginning, sometimes what I, I call that the in-between seasons and yeah. there, and, and that's a part of life. And sometimes we need the rest and the cushy and we need the the, the oasis and we need that but yeah. there's a point where we cross past the need for that and we start getting hungry and we start getting restless again like uh les brown says you've got to stay hungry yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and stay i hungry. would say uh, and i would say that uh we're always hungry uh for something but it's i think it's very important especially for risk takers to also be hungry for silence, stillness, and being in the presence of God. That's because if true. you're just risking all the time and you're just uh, feeding that part of you, it's uh, just you're gonna living... you're gonna crash at some point. Right, because you're living on adrenaline. Yeah. 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 You're living off of right. the risk adrenaline. Yes, yeah. exactly. And actually, even I was just talking to myself the other day. It happens. <laughs> After I had I had. I did it's been beautiful it's February and it's beautiful outside and I did an outdoor training session oh, nice. and it was the first one of the of the season and you know outdoor it's just so exciting and it's so I love it and then you're breathing fresh air and you're actually running up real hills it's not a treadmill at an angle wow. Wow. you know and it's like you know yeah. you're you're doing some stuff and I you know went down and you know I did my push it yeah all of this stuff anyway when I got done I'm talking to my heart I'm like okay Adrenaline, you can let go now. You've done mm. your job, mm. and and you're it's okay to yeah. let go because at yeah. that I was like so yeah. pumped, and you know how it is, and you know mm. lactic acid, be free to release, and don't yeah. hang out in my muscles and make yeah. me sore tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. we we just get so jazzed, and yeah. I realize I'm really addicted to yes. speed. Yeah. I, I've though I've told you this before, and this is this is a dirty little secret. Yeah, I literally get depressed when I have to slow down and take an exit off the highway. So I, it's weird. I that's know. that's. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start analyzing you here. That's, I'm very tempted. Oh, yeah, but let, yeah. let me say something about maybe this we could kind of, you know, wrap it up here a little bit. Yes, 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 absolutely. Uh, one of the things that I recently realized is if you look at the totality of, of scripture old and new testament it's full of risk takers and adventure seekers mm -hmm. one of the biggest risk takers of of all time was jesus christ he trusts us he puts trust in us to carry out his mission and change the world and he he uh, god allowed his son to take on the form of a frail human being so there's huge risks in all of the what that he did but if you go clear back to all the some of the best Old Testament and New Testament stories, you have people who are risking sometimes to the point of death. And if you now, if you take another glance over those people, most of those people were uh, committed to and faithful to being in the presence of God. 
and being still, being, mm -hmm. uh, uh, one of the examples that I like is uh, uh, there were, Joshua sit, he sat outside the tent where Moses would go in and talk to God. And Joshua would sit outside that tent and be still and just sit and probably listen to conversations in there. So he was close to and, and able to still himself. And there's many examples of that throughout Scripture. One of my favorite is when the, the, uh, the women went to the tomb and they wanted mm. to just be near Jesus. Yeah. And they got there and he wasn't there. Well, he actually was there. He came out and talked to them. <laughs> but he wasn't there the way they thought he was going to be there. So there so was just they, this willingness to go be in his presence. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about um, something that's part of our Christian history, going back to the ancient Christians where they understood just being still and being, uh, and, and you know, included in that is singing and worship and things like that. But they understood that we have to carve time out to be in the presence of God. Because what they got from it mm -hmm. wasn't just instructions to do things. They got the why and the understanding of God's heart when they did it. Yeah. They they knew in their hearts why they needed to do it. It wasn't just something they had to do. That's good because sometimes I think that it's taking a risk of having that silence. It is and, a that's absolutely. And having that God time. Absolutely. Because you have to go deeper. Absolutely, you it's have to a, take a look. it is a risk. Yeah. It's for for some people. It's a, yeah. the thing about risk is not everything's risky to everybody. But right. for some of us, it's like for some people just to talk about how they're feeling is risky. Yes, and yeah. for other people to be in the to 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 take like that's the idea of the Sabbath. It's risky not to not to to, to have a day a week where we're not going to go work on stuff and we're yeah. not going to go fix things when they break down because we're actually trusting God instead of ourselves. That's the idea behind the Sabbath. Oh, oh, I'm guilty of that too. Me too. <laughs> Trust God to fix things on the Sabbath. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> or any other time. Yeah, just, well, that's yeah, not I the mean, point. But yeah, you know. but I mean, there's there's uh, you know all the uh, there's just so much research right now that supports the idea of a Sabbath, not just a, 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 a you know a Saturday or one day a week Sabbath, but, right? But that, like, you know, when you hear these things on the radio and they say, when you're working, every 20 minutes, go get up and go stand and go look outside and, you know, it'll refresh you. That's a type of Sabbath. Right. It's getting away from your work and replenishing yourself. So anyway, yeah. I'm just you know, taking a break. But, but go do that with God. Yeah. 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 All right. So is there anything else you want to talk about as far as risks or before we move on to... Um, I just want to see if, if you've got any workshops or anything coming up you want to oh, tell the peeps about? Uh, well, I'm doing a, um, we, we are doing a marriage retreat in March, but it's it's full, so you can get on the waiting list if you want. It's in Monterey. The, Ooh, I've heard amazing. that the ma marriage retreats yeah. are amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so when I get married, we'll Yes, yes. Another risk. Right. Anyway, um, and. Well, Got to uh, find somebody to date first. Doing a, <laughs> doing a, uh, <laughs> Doing a, have you asked God for? I've, anyway, I've asked God. Oh, yeah. believe me, I've asked God. <laughs> um, doing a uh, transforming prayer training uh, in March. In March as well. You go to the website. Is that the, the same one that I went two years ago? Probably. Or, or a probably, revised version of it? Probably. Because it was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. that's. Uh, I think it's the 21st, it's Saturday, it's in March, so is, uh, and it's on the website, thelifebridge.org. Thelifebridge.org, and is that live streaming, or people, or they have to be in the uh, area? We are, so we have a group of people in Idaho that are setting up so they can live stream it, but okay. I, I just, I told them, that they were trying to get me to come back there, that yeah. didn't work out, and so I said, well, you can live stream it, I just need you to handle the technical stuff. Well, you would have to have the camera in your room. Right, right. Okay, so so anybody would be able to jump on that though, and not just them. Uh, right? I'll, I'll I'll look into that. Because because my audience is yeah. You guys, don't you think this would be cool? Yeah. Okay. What other what <laughs> other <laughs> what that's, other? That, that's the only thing uh, that's coming to mind right now. I mean, we have okay. other other gatherings, but um, okay. uh, I I can't recall the okay. You know, well, thelifebridge.org yes. is the website. Yes, and go to the events section. Okay, 
in the events. And you know, we do uh, what's called an intensive. I mean, you'll see a lot of things on there we do, mm -hmm. but some of the stuff we do is done by scheduling it. And an intensive would be a, oh, a like, three to four day intensive uh -huh. where you get transforming prayer. You go through, uh, we, we do it primarily for married couples. You can do it for an individual, but yeah. Uh, and you know, you're, anyway, you're, typically we have people coming from out of the area. So, yeah. But. Yeah, that's kind of like the, the cruise. It's like you just get away and it's going to be right, intensive. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why it's a retreat. It's yeah. Get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, anything else to wrap it up? You good? It's good, yeah. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. This was a lot of fun. Right on. I appreciate <laughs> that. All right, you guys, thank you so much for, for being, you know what I forgot to do? What? I forgot to, we totally forgot to take a break anywhere anywhere oh. along the line. Oh. That's okay. Well, you can, right. have to, I'll just, you can put I'll a just, thing in there that says break. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, so, so here's me being a time traveler. Sorry about that abrupt break that we had about, let's see, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for subscribing, liking, sharing with your friends. And until the next broadcast, stay spirit-centered. Bye-bye. Oh, wow. Look at our lighting. We totally lost our lighting. No. Hey, we're I in the dark. We're, we're good. All Is right. I didn't know you played the drums. I really can't. I'm just, I, I noticed. I'm just Spirit-Centered Business, Spiritual Principles, and Business Principles Combined. If you're ready to align your destiny and discover the destiny of your business, join us. We are entrepreneurs, leaders, and business professionals who take the power of the spirit realm in our business seriously. We go beyond just consuming information. We participate, activate, and engage the supernatural with unbelievable results. If you want to gather with like-minded business professionals to activate spiritual principles and mastermind creative solutions to business challenges, Spirit Centered Business is your tribe. Go to spiritcenteredbusiness.com to become a member today. And Go Go Squeeze is there for every run, jump, step of the way. Made from wholesome ingredients like 100% fruit and veggies, real yogurt, and no artificial anything. In Go Anywhere pouches, so our kids can keep going wherever their adventures take them. Go Go Squeeze. You make the memories, we'll make the snacks. Find us in the applesauce aisle. Let's go! Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from. From a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash go independent. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.